Hi, I'm Paul Zarnota, an award-winning barrister and adjunct law lecturer, and welcome to the Raise Ipsa Lockwater podcast, your shortcut to legal wisdom. In each episode, I'll be your navigator through short, sharp, and easy-to-digest summaries of recent and important cases in the area of torts, insurance, and personal injuries litigation. In these episodes, we'll unpack cases decided under Australian law and beyond to cater to time-poor practitioners, law students, and all interested legal minds. Thanks for being here. Let's dive right into today's case. In today's episode, we'll take a look at a recent case of the Court of Appeal for the Australian Capital Territory in Bulljap and Coles Supermarkets. It's an important case because we have a Superior State Court of Appeal considering and applying the relevant legal principles for assessing the liability of supermarkets for slip and fall incidents involving customers that occur while present on their supermarket premises. Before I turn to the case proper, it's important to keep in mind that under Australian law, occupiers such as supermarket operators owe a duty to take reasonable care to see that the premises is reasonably safe and fit for those present on their premises. It is not a duty that requires perfection, nor is an occupier an insurer for those who enter the premises. All that is required is reasonable care be exercised vis-a-vis those present on the occupier's premises. And the question of whether the occupier has discharged their obligations to take reasonable care will depend on the facts of each case, as applied to relevant factors which I'll come to shortly. One issue which commonly arises in these sorts of cases is how the court goes about determining on the balance of probabilities how long a slip or a trip hazard has been present on the floor, so as to assess whether an occupier's found breach of duty caused a slip and fall incident to occur. Now we turn to the facts of this case. On 23 September 2017 at about 1.32pm, Ms Bulljack was shopping at a Coles supermarket when while she was alongside a fresh meat display, she slipped and fell to the ground and injured her right leg. She made a claim against Coles and it was not disputed that she slipped on a green grape. Evidence was led at trial from the store manager, Ms Rickson, who confirmed that cleaners cleaned the store before and after the store opened, but not during opening hours, that when the store was open, the store had what is commonly referred to as a clean-as-you-go system, whereby staff were instructed to at all times keep a lookout for spillages or hazards, and they were also taught to be on the lookout for grapes, which may have fallen on the floor. Another employee, Miss Skinner, gave evidence that the most common item that customers would slip on was grapes, and that it was a common experience that lots of people, including kids, would eat grapes and drop grapes while walking around the store. At first instance, the plaintiff focused on two grounds of breach of duty. First, that Coles failed to take precautions to prevent grapes from falling on the floor by using closed packaging so they could not be dropped or preventing customers from eating grapes as they walked around the store. Second, that Coles' inspection and cleaning system was inadequate. Now, the judge at first instance rejected both arguments. As to the first argument, the judge noted that there was no expert or other evidence as to what packaging would prevent customers from opening the packet and there was no evidence of any health issues, if any, relating to keeping grapes in a closed bag. Ms Bulljat did not challenge those findings on appeal. On the second argument as to the cleaning and inspection system, 
The judge referred to a number of recent New South Wales cases where the reasonableness of clean-as-you-go systems were considered and noted that those authorities, quote, have not found that clean-as-you-go systems are insufficient solely because they do not have a periodic and documented system of inspection, end quote. Her Honour found there was no evidence that the system at this particular Coles supermarket had not been complied with, nor that staff have not kept a proper lookout, even if a grape had been missed. And in those circumstances, Her Honour declined to find that Miss Bulljat had established that Coles breached its duty of care owed to her. As I said, on appeal, the issue was breach and causation. It was not disputed that Coles owed a duty of care to Miss Bulljat. And the focus was on the cleaning and inspection system. At paragraph 32 of the judgment, the court noted that breach of duty was to be assessed in accordance with the general principles set out in sections 42 to 44 of the ACT's Civil Liability Rolls Act 2002. Now, those sections are largely mirrored in the legislative requirements of other states and territories. So, for example, sections 48 to 49 of the Wrongs Act in Victoria, sections 5 capital B and capital C of the New South Wales Civil Liability Act 2002, and sections 9 through to 12 of the Queensland Civil Liability Act 2003 contain mirror provisions. And in those provisions, the court is required to consider whether a reasonable person in the defendant's position would have taken steps against a risk of harm asking whether the risk was foreseeable and not insignificant, and then applying what is commonly known as Justice Mason's negligence calculus factors from an old High Court case of Wyong Shire Council and Shirt. The court here had regard to a number of cases involving supermarkets, including the High Court case of Strong and Woolworths, where the plaintiff there slipped on a hot chip in the sidewalk sales area outside the store in the shopping centre, and the court there considered on balance how long the chip had been on the floor in the absence of a dedicated periodic inspection and cleaning system for that particular area. Importantly for this case involving Miss Bulljat, the Court of Appeal placed great weight on the fact that the accident occurred at 1.32pm, which was about 6 hours and 32 minutes after the store had opened at 7am on the day in question. The court also noted at paragraph 46 of the judgment that the evidence in this case was that grapes were commonly dropped to the floor and that they were more commonly dropped than any other item and they were dropped through different parts of the store due to customers or their children dropping them as they ate while walking around shopping. Here the Court of Appeal noted there was no evidence from Coles about the effectiveness of the clean-as-you-go system, noting there were no staff dedicated to the task nor any particular time at which an inspection ought be made. Indeed, at paragraph 48, the court noted the evidence was there was a system which involved staff doing other jobs, keeping a lookout for spills and dropped items. Now, the court noted at paragraph 49 that while the onus rested with Miss Bulljat to establish there was breach of duty, such a conclusion, quote, is more easily reached when the evidence discloses apparent inadequacies in the system of a large national business, such as Coles, and a deliberate choice is made to lead no evidence from that organisation which would support the reasonableness of its approach having regard to issues of cost and effectiveness. The court concluded in the absence of evidence on these issues from Coles that a reasonable person in its position would have taken additional steps to ensure that particular attention would be paid to the issue of potential slipping hazards on the floor in question. The court considered that would not necessarily require there be separate staff whose job it was to inspect, but 
At least there ought to have been some system which required staff to specifically direct their attention to the issue, not less frequently than once every hour. And on that basis, the court held that Coles had breached its duty owed to Miss Bourget. On the question of causation, the court noted there was no evidence that would make it more likely that the grape dropped at any particular time. And so here I note for listeners that there's a difficulty for Miss Bulljat in establishing from a causation perspective that a failure to inspect every hour caused the accident. As how could it be said that the grape dropped on the floor since the last time inspection ought to have been performed? However, the court noted the cause that the store's opening hour and the time of the accident and considered on balance that given the accident occurred 6 hours and 32 minutes after the store opened, the grape was more likely to have been dropped in the earlier 5 hours and 32 minutes than the one hour immediately preceding the fall, and thus concluded that if a reasonable inspection system would have required hourly or even more frequent inspections, the probability is that such a system would have prevented the harm from occurring. And in those circumstances, the Court of Appeal overturned the first instance decision and ruled in favour of Miss Bulljat on the question of Cole's negligence. The court then proceeded to review the ruling from the trial judge on the question of damages. The judge awarded damages in the event that the ruling on liability was wrong. And for those who practice in the ACT, the court increased the damages by a marginal amount to $27,309, which included $20,000 for general damages. Now, of course, different states approach the assessment of damages on different levels, depending on what their own courts and legislation have to say. So I won't say much more on that issue at this stage. What to take away from Bulljad, of course, it's the liability considerations. And like all cases, they turn on the facts and evidence in each case. But here, what we saw was that there was evidence that there were no cleaners cleaning during operating hours that there was a clean-as-you-go system with no particular times at which inspections were to occur. There was no dedicated staff member required to perform the task. And, of course, there was evidence led as to the common knowledge here of grapes being the most common item dropped throughout the store. So, in those circumstances, it was open for the court to find breach and causation in Miss Bulljat's favour. Thanks for joining me on Ray's Ipsa Lockwater. We have a library of episodes which will be released regularly where we delve into new cases, unravel legal complexities and continue our exploration in the world of torts, insurance and personal injuries litigation. If you found today's episode valuable, be sure to hit subscribe to stay up to date with more quick, comprehensive legal insights. See you next time. This is a Guide Your Light Network production, creating podcasts with purpose.